Hey everybody, happy October. Yay! This is my favorite, favorite, favoritest month in the whole world. (laughs) I don't know, in the calendar year. October is filled with so much magic and so much joy. The weather's changing. It's perfect. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. It's just right. We get to wear sweaters and be cozy and comfy. You know, it's the starting off of the holiday seasons. Um, October is also my anniversary for my wedding. So um, on October 14th, me and my husband will be celebrating four years of marriage. So that's exciting too. But October has always been just so magical to me. Like, the reds and the oranges and the leaves and just the sounds and like the wind on your skin. Like it's really magical. And um, like I said, it's right before it gets really, really cold. So it's like perfect to go out to go eat. I mean, right now we can't go out to eat because of the pandemic. Um, but just like to spend time with friends. It's just a very nostalgic um, feeling this month for me. And I remember being in high school playing sports and how the weather would start to change. And so I don't know, it just brings a lot of joy. So I'm hoping that this October brings you some joy. I'm hoping that it's magical for you. I hope some things happen, some breakthroughs, you know, just some great times with some great people. I really hope that you get to experience that this season. Before we start off today's episode, I want to shout out Miss Gail Rankin-Kendrick. Thank you so much. Um, I actually got a message from her yesterday and um, the message reads, Hi, I came across your podcast this evening. I'm listening to all of them tonight. I love photography. Natural light is the best. Yes, it is. <laughs> I've taken courses, but financially I couldn't keep keep up. I had to get on YouTube and read to learn um, and learn. I just wanted to introduce myself to you and tell you that I love your podcast. Thank you so much, Gail. Thank you so, so, so much. I wanted to make sure to shout you out. It's interesting because on this podcast, like I'm talking and I'm putting it up and I see that people are listening, but I don't have a face to the listeners. You know what I mean? So getting messages like this is really encouraging and really inspiring because sometimes I'm like, is there even a point? Are y'all even listening? Are people even getting anything from this? So I really appreciate that. Um, As far as taking courses, listen, I totally understand. I myself have invested in so many courses and so many classes that honestly, I'm not even using right now, right? The best way to learn is to just go out there and shoot. Is to just try. YouTube is a great resource. Absolutely. It's a great resource. Um, But you want to make sure that you're getting the right, I guess, um, information from the right people. I found that a lot of the technical stuff was really overwhelming to me. And so like, they're like, you know, on step 100 and I'm literally just beginning, you know what I'm saying? And I'd be really overwhelmed. And so really finding the right people to follow really, really made a difference in me learning photography. Um, so yes, yeah, so I just wanted to shout you out. Thank you so much um, for sending me this message. Yay. Maybe I can also recommend some classes and books that I've used um, just to keep it simple and um, to help you out because it really, really helped me out. Um, I'm all for community over competition. Like we can all eat, we can all win, we can all learn. And so I'm excited about that. So again, thank you so much, Gail, for sending me that message. It really made my day. You have no idea. All right, y'all. So if you haven't checked out last episode, please be sure to do. I don't care if you're a beginner photographer or like someone who is professional. It's really, really, really important that we focus on storytelling when we talk about photography. And while it sounds like it's really overwhelming and like it's really technical, Honestly, we've been telling stories with photos for years. You know what I'm saying? I think back to um, family photo albums from my grandmother's house where, like I talked to you about, like I could see the joy radiating from those photos, right? I don't know what the joke was. I don't know what happened, but there's a picture of my granddad, my pop-pop, 
and my um, granny, which is my great grandmother. And they're sitting in this picture and they're laughing together. And so looking at that picture, it always brings me like to tears and smiles. It just brings me so much joy and it brings me so much joy to see them in so much joy. Right. I don't know the context. I don't know where it is. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what was said, but I can feel the joy radiating from that photo. And I feel like that's all that's what we all want. That's what we should all strive towards. Right. We should all strive to bring some sort of emotion to a photo. It's not enough. Like I get really, I get really tired if I'm being honest of like the polished photos on Instagram and Facebook. It's just really over photoshopped, really overdone. And there's no real story to it. There's no real emotion. You know what I'm saying? Um, I prefer photos that are more like everyday photos, like where people aren't being touched up, um, portraits that are just honest and authentic rather than trying to be perfect. Because I feel like in trying to be perfect, you lose the story. You lose your eye. You lose your your quirks and your touches, you know, even if something is out of focus, the photos that we talked about, I'm talking about that we would see in um, our family's photo albums, they're not perfect. They're not perfectly composed. They're not, you know, technically, you know, gorgeous, right? Unless like, again, unless your family has a photographer in it, then wonderful. But most of us, you know, we're just with a point and shoot camera. And that was amazing. And so we're taking pictures of everything. And so I look at these photos that have like the little, the flares in them from the lights and the blur, you know what I'm saying? Like people moving and um, just the overexposed photos. And those are the ones that feel the best, that feel the most authentic. And I think that says something to us as photographers that we need to stop trying so hard to see and honestly just focus on the art of seeing and being. And so that's what I want to talk about today in this episode. Nowadays, everyone is so distracted. Our attention spans are so short. We're so impatient. We're not really noticing, right? We're, we're used to noticing, but we're not really used to seeing. Like we notice something when it catches our eye. Like we mindlessly scroll Instagram and Facebook and we're not really paying attention to what's going on around us. And I really feel like it's affecting our ability to take quality and authentic pictures. You know what I mean? There's beauty all around us. So I mentioned October. This is my favorite month because I just love to sit outside and just sit and just take in my surroundings with all of my senses, Right. So like if I'm sitting outside on, the, on a park bench, I'm, feel, I'm feeling the cool air on my skin. I'm listening to the wind in the trees. I'm hearing the leaves rustle. I'm listening to the laughter of the children. I'm seeing the colors change on the leaves, right? I'm smelling the air, the smell of whether it's like water or the smell of like grass or the trees itself or whatever the wind is bringing my way. Um, we went camping this weekend up in Shenandoah Valley. And uh, it's gorgeous there. And it was just nice just to be in the woods and to disconnect from everything, um, to not really be connected to the internet. No one's like really texting or calling your phone. You can really just be in the moment and be focused, right? And so one of the benefits of being there is that because all the distractions are gone, you know, you have no social media, you have no access to the internet, you're really just sitting there and focused on just being. And I feel like we all need to start taking retreats like that. You don't have to go to the mountains. You don't have to go to the forest, but just really just even getting in your backyard or just sitting on a bench in a park and just listening and just being present, not looking at your phone, not thinking about what you're going to do for the rest of the day, just being there. And like I said, there's so much beauty all around us that we choose to ignore. We tend to ignore it. And again, I think it's because we're, as a society, we're trained to be so distracted all the time, to be so connected using air quotes. You being so connected all the time that we're not really being present and connected in the current time. And so this can affect our relationships with people. This can affect our relationships with ourselves. If we're always being connected to other people, 
you know, I'm, I'm a Christian and I feel like sometimes I can't hear God because I'm not being quiet enough. And I feel like being present in the moment in our, in our everyday lives really affect how good our, our pictures are. And I know that sounds crazy because it's like, well, what does that have to do with um, picture taking? But it has everything to do with picture taking. You know, we think that our everyday life is mundane and we believe that we have to go far and wide to seek these like great photos. Right. So a lot of people travel to um, to Canada to see the northern lights or, you know, to Iceland to see the mountains and like these ice sculptures. I don't know, (laughs) like whatever you go to Iceland for. It's really pretty. Um, But we really think that. You know, we have to travel these far and wide places to get these beautiful photos. And really, you could just take a million beautiful photos in your room. But we really don't think about it. We really don't think about what's what's available to us, what is beautiful to us, right? So, you know, I feel like if we actually took the time to recognize the beauty in our daily lives, our whole game would change as photographers. And sometimes it's an issue of perspective, right? So if you know anything about lenses macro lenses like they're the lenses that really help you to see up close like um the very detailed photos you'll see of flowers or you know you could see like the um patterns in cloth use macro photog macro lenses for those things so like macro photography is like when you see a bug or something and you see the details on their wings they have to use a macro lens for that to see up close and to to see the details so even if you're looking at a flower right everyday flower that you pass by every day you think that it's normal but there's so much beauty that we don't even see because we don't, we, our eyes aren't trained to see that close up on something. It really takes us using a tool to change our perspective. In the same way, we can use different angles. We can crop and space and change our perspective um, to really see the details in a photo, the details of the beauty all around us. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you're taking a wide shot of people walking up the street, maybe we can focus on them holding hands or like the way that they look at one another. This is the beauty that we tend to miss as photographers because we're so focused on capturing a good photo that we're not even seeing the goodness that's there in our everyday lives. So there is an art to actually seeing, to being present, to being in the moment. Yesterday, I I took a walk because I don't have the mountains in my backyard. I live in the DMV area, so it's very flat where I am. And so I wanted to take an unplugged walk. So I didn't listen to any music. I didn't listen to any podcasts. I didn't do anything. I just sat there and I just walked and I just walked around and I really took in and I took in and noticed all the things that were happening around me and to me and in me, all the thoughts I was having. And so this is actually a really good meditation practice because meditation is all about being present. It's all about being in the moment and not thinking about the future, not thinking about what's going on around you, but just being present. And so I feel like um, being present can help us with the art of seeing, right? So if I'm sitting in the park, for example, I can sit in the park and I can write down all the things that I'm feeling, all the emotions that it's bringing up, all the memories that are being brought up because of the sense I'm, I'm taking in. Um, when we were camping, I smelled campfire. And so it reminded me of camping with my family. It reminded me of camping when I was younger. I'm just nostalgia. Like that's what it just brought on. It just smelled so good and it felt so safe in that moment because of the memories that it was tied to. And so I encourage you, go for a walk today. Really take in what's going on around you. Really take in the sights and the smells and the scents. You know what I'm saying? Um, the senses. And I, and I mean hearing, tasting, smelling, seeing, feeling, but also like your inner senses, like the memories that are brought up. Do you feel anxious? Do you feel at peace? You know what I'm saying? Do you feel, what, what do you really feel in that moment? And really take note of those things and write those down. 
these exercises, I promise you, will help you with seeing. You know, when we're taking pictures, we're so used to like just taking like a million pictures. I know that I do, when, especially when I'm on assignment. Like if I'm taking photos for a client, I take a million pictures. But what if I just stood in that moment and really focused on what I'm feeling moved to take photos of? You know what I mean? Would that change my photo game? I really feel like it would. When I'm being paid for like an hour or an hour and a half of photography, I don't really have that opportunity because I'm really focused on whatever the client wants. But when I'm focused on my personal projects, I can take my time. I can focus on what I want to focus on. I can take pictures of what I want to take pictures of. And it really gives me the opportunity to really practice the art of seeing. So I have an exercise for you. Take two minutes to really see. Take out a notebook. Take note of what you see. Take note of your surroundings, how the light is dappled through the trees, or how, you know, how it feels in your room, the sounds in your room, the feelings on your body. What do your feet feel like when they're planted on the floor? What does your butt feel like when you're sitting in a seat? You know what I'm saying? How does that feel to you? Really write down all those things. And here's what I want you to write down. What do you notice? What sticks out to you and why? What are you drawn to? What emotions do you feel? What moves you? What does it say to you? What does it communicate to you? And don't think too hard, right? Don't try to reason with yourself. Give yourself permission to feel all your feels for whatever reason you're feeling it. You know what I mean? Don't try to be like, oh, I don't know why this is bringing nostalgia for me. Or I don't know why the smell of, you know, pine trees is bringing up, you know, bad feelings. Maybe you had a bad Christmas. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that scent brings back those feelings that you had when you were younger. You know, be okay with what whatever you feel, whatever it brings up. And so, like I said, this is a meditative practice. So we should all take time to do that, to do that, I think, at least once a day. And it doesn't have to be the ohm where you cross your legs on the floor and like you're just like doing nothing, right? It could be a walk. It could be a walk, not listening to music. It could be you sitting in your room and just being quiet for five minutes. I'm just checking in with yourself. You can go to a park and you can sit down. It's the perfect time of the year to go to a park and sit down, depending on where you live. I don't know what, what it's like in my southern states because um, it might still be hot, but even still. Go to the park, sit there, really just take in and then write down what you feel. Write down being present, you know, and maybe you can even take a camera with you. Go on a walk and really take pictures of things that stick out to you. Don't ask why. Don't try to reason with it. Don't try to make it make sense. Just whatever sticks out to you, whatever draws your attention, whatever is interesting to you, go on a walk and take a photo journal. Take a picture and and write down what you feel and what you see from these things, you know. So I I really think that this is what makes moving and quality photos. And you can have all the technical know-how, you can have the equipment and all the photos still fall flat because you can't see. And so that's why it's so imperative that we focus on the art of seeing. So if your photos don't resonate with you, and I know that some of us are trying to appeal to our clients, right? And that's fine. But when it comes to our personal work, when it comes to Even the work that we do for our clients, even when we're we're building our our portfolio, and I'll get to that later, I really think that it's important for us to take pictures that actually move us first before they move the client. Because by seeing the photos, how we see them, we can add our personal touches on the photos, our personal, you know, quirks that if nobody else can see how you see, that's my point. No one else can see how you see. You have to see for yourself, but you have to give yourself the opportunity to practice the art of seeing how you see. And to experiment and explore, to really follow the things that interest you, follow the things that draw you in. And so that's my encouragement for you today is that we practice the art of seeing. 
It's not that simple. It's not that simple, but it is. I feel like we've been trained to take pictures a certain way. And so that's why all of our photos look the same. That's why all of us take the pictures of the same subjects. That's why we Photoshop women to death because there is a using air quote standard for how our photos should look. But I feel like what really captures people's attention is when you do stuff from your perspective. Perspective is everything. And again, we'll get more into that later. Um, But I really challenge you to really focus on the art of seeing and really give yourself the opportunity to notice, but also to see and to see how you see and be okay with how you see. So yes, I hope this was helpful. Um, Until next episode, you guys, I will talk to you soon. And please feel free to follow me, Alicia Renee's photo everywhere. Um, And I'll be opening up a group soon for all of us to get together and commune and share our photos and really just have like a little mini photo club because I think that would be fun. Um, So yeah, so continue to have a great day. Happy October. I hope this is the beginning of wonderful things for you. I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah, love you guys. Bye.